Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Highly Opinionated. I got fresh to the left. Of, whoa, to the right of me. Fresh, fresh, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I still got a hangover from the weekend, so you know what I mean. I'm gonna just vibe through this podcast because I'm still drunk and I'm still drinking. You know what I mean? We just went out like literally yesterday, and I can honestly tell y'all that New York City is done. So we was in a club and we was basically club hopping, and then all of a sudden the lights come on in the club. And the security starts storming the club, right? And we trying to understand what's going on. And I realized that it was homeless people in the club. They was trying to remove homeless people out the club. Why was it homeless people in the club with us? I want to know how they got in. Who let them in? Like, when? how did the bouncer <laughs> let them in the club? Like, we paid $20 each to get in the club. And I... they got in. <laughs> they literally shut the club down for a second, turned on the lights, and basically was like, sorry, everybody, we're just looking for somebody. They pulled out like two homeless dudes in the club. Because I'm not going out to pay $20 to basically be in a club with a homeless person. Uh, you, you saw the one guy, he went to the table, like nobody was there. And he was taking the rest of the bottles off the table. He was drinking them shit. So I was like, yo, he's getting lit. <laughs> he was drinking the leftover drinks. This is really ghetto. Like, Then we almost got into a fight with another homeless dude later on in the day. This motherfucker is talking about Oh, they dirty. I'm like, I'm a, well, it's me. I was about to fight them. And he over here took them out. They dirty. I'm not touching them. Bro, it was just a wild night. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't think I'm going outside for like a month. Because I had everything that I needed to see last <laughs> night. Like, New York City's really wilding. The crime is high. The gas is high. <laughs> inflation. Like, homelessness. I don't even know, like, what's happening to my city. i never seen this before. There's some... Like 1980 shit, bro. And the sad part is, someone's not even here yet. That's the sad part. Yeah, it's only pre-summer. So if it's pre-summer right now, what the hell is about to happen this summer? It's going to be crazy. And first of all, why would a homeless person need to be in the club? Like, your priorities is fucked up. (laughs) And it wasn't like a little homeless, bro. We talking about like, like when the club lights came on and you saw the outfits, it was like... uh... You know, I feel like in the club, you find a lot of that, like... Because it's like people... A lot of what? Homeless people in the clubs. Maybe I feel, like... I feel like it is a thing. Because like people, some people go in there and they just live above their means. Like they don't even live that life outside the club. I'm not even going to lie though. We all about to be homeless in a second. Wow. Because our rent is too high, bro. <laughs> New York City rent is crazy right now. I can't even move. Like I'm stuck in the apartment that I'm in. Not to say I want to move. I like my apartment. But I was thinking about getting some more space. But I'm not paying three... 3500 for a three bedroom. Like, that's, I already paid 2000 I thought that I reached, I reached my max, bro. You still gotta pay for your cable. You still gotta pay for your phone bill. It's so much other things to pay for. How am I supposed to pay more rent? Like, New York City rent is too high. We all about to be homeless. <laughs> and we all about to still be clubbing. We can't even move to Florida no more. I remember when, if you're tired of the city, you could just move to Florida. Or you move to Atlanta. Everybody, like, that's everybody's excuse. Let me move to Florida. Let me move to Atlanta. Or their favorite one is let me move to PA. But now we can't even move there. Like everybody's rent is high in the world. No, nah, no. Nah, now everybody moving to Texas. I feel like Texas is a new wave. Can I afford Texas? Because $2,000 for a two-bedroom is embarrassing. First of all, back in the day, if you got a two-bedroom, if you pay $2,000, bro, you basically would have had a three-bedroom apartment, two bathrooms. Even if you was in New York, 
I don't if you in another state and you paying as much as me, you might as well just move here, bro. At this point, like I don't know what's going on. Like New York has turned into Gotham. Homelessness is at an all-time high. The shit is looking like Skid Row in LA. The rent is too high. I went to the store to get groceries and somehow I walked out holding all the bags. I spent $400. You know, you know what $400 used to get you? You needed to bring the shopping cart to the car. Now I'm basically holding the bags coming out the store. With for $400? That's like if you go to Whole Foods, bro. I'm not at Whole Foods. I'm at C-Town. So I'm like, I don't get it, son. Bro, this shit got me stressed. Now, back in the days, 400 would get you a whole shopping cart. Bro, you would have a whole shopping cart, and you have to wheel that motherfucker to the house. So I shouldn't be walking out holding no bags for $400. The only time that ever happened to me is when I went to Whole Foods. I tried to play myself. You know what I'm saying? I was moving on up. I got, I got a new job, and I was like, yeah, I'm about to go to Whole Foods and get some stuff over there. Bro, I walked out with like four bags for like 400 And I ain't never did that again. And I never been to Trader Joe's. I always hear people like, oh, I go to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's sound like another version of Whole Foods. It is. See, I never even been there. Like I don't even know what they sell for there. For the elites. I think like they sell their own stuff. Like, okay, like more like, like homemade type yeah. of situation. I'm about to go vegan. I'm about to just start growing my own food. We might as well, bro. Like, Because on some real shit, like... I don't, I got stuck at the gas station the other day, yo. Like how? I ain't had no money to get out. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, I had a um a, a lottery ticket with like eight dollars on it, bro. I cashed that motherfucker in. I said, yo, I need you to put eight dollars on pump two. I don't care, bro. Like that's like a gallon and a half. Yeah, but it got me home. I was struggling. I, I thank the Lord. Like I ain't, I ain't even tripping. I was like, yo, damn. That's crazy. Because gas is like five nineteen For the first time ever, it's literally $5 in every state in, in America. Like, I'm just waiting for everybody to riot again. Because if we all riot, y'all, they can't stop us. That's all I'm saying. I'm not throwing that out there, government. I'm just saying, if we all decide to not pay our rent and pay our light bill and just walk into the grocery store and take the groceries out, what y'all going to do? They, what they going to do, bro? They going to arrest all of us? Nope. So now nobody's paying rent. Because at this rate, everybody's going to end up with roommates again. And I'm too old to have a roommate. Way too old. Like, I remember having roommates, and it was the worst process my young 20s. Because roommates never click. Like, it can click for a second, but something is always going to happen. It's always kind of weird situations that roommates go through. Have you ever had a crazy roommate situation? Yeah. Like, like I always grew up, like, my mom always told me, like, knowing somebody... And living with somebody is two complete different two things. Two different things. So it's like one time I had like a friend living in my living room. Mm-hmm. And like he would give me some money like week time to hold on the living room spot because I didn't have much traffic in my apartment. I was just work and back home. So he just really occupied the place to himself in the daytime. So I was like, all right, just give me money week time and, you know, you good in the living room. Mm-hmm. But it's like as time progressed, it's like he started having like the whole neighborhood in my crib. <laughs> like... I see the weed man in my crib. I see the nigga in the Haitian market in my crib. Like, I'm seeing random people from the neighborhood in my crib. And I'm not that type of person to have anybody in my crib. So it's like to see people that I don't even fuck with on the street in my crib, it was like crazy. So, like, I pressed him, like, yo, you can't be having, like, random people in my crib. He was like, yo, these are my people. Like, watch, like, you don't mind your business. Like, he was trying to look at me and tell me, like, I need a... You know, chill out because those are his guests. So I felt some type of way. So it was like from then it kind of left a stain on our friendship. 
So it was like, it reached a point where I was like, nah, I don't want you in the apartment no more. And this is like around the time where I was like about to move. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, you got to go. So he decided to stay. Like he lived out my whole security. Oh, you left the apartment and he stayed in yeah, the Yeah, I was in the midst of packing up and moving. And he was like, nah, I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying. Nah, that's crazy. So it's like we called the police and the police was like, oh, well, since I told them that I'm moving and he want to stay, it has nothing to do with me. It's him and the landlord. They're going to have to go to landlord and tenant court. So he just stayed and spent my whole security money for nah. the apartment because I can't get it back and he wanted to stay. Oh, that's foul. Because yeah. basically, they can't give you your money back if he stayed in the crib. Nah. And you can't force him to leave. So he basically has to use your money up. Yeah, he used my money up. So it's like when I left, he had like $400 on the table. I took the 400 oh, Not you robbed your roommate. <laughs> I'm going to fuck. Like, you robbed me. And that's like my $900 security. So it's like I'm trying to get back as much as I know I'm about to lose. Because you going to hold on the crib, so I need something from this. So it's like I sold 400 I took that. He bought like a whole fresh new pair of ACGs, fresh in the box, unworn. I took that. <laughs> I mean, technically, he robbed you first. Like, he robbed me first. You're right. And went to his company. I'm like, those are new ACGs, and that's $400. <laughs> give me that. He said, give me your boots, bro. <laughs> nah, because that's, that's messed up. Like, if he don't leave, you basically got to pay them back. That's crazy. Not even pay him back. I lose. I don't get shit. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't get your money back. I just have to start a whole new slate with no security money. So I was like, nah. nah that's Knowing crazy. somebody and living with somebody is two completely different things. And he definitely tried to take advantage of the situation. I mean, I definitely had different roommate situations. Like, sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were bad. But the craziest roommate situation I had was my roommate used to bring girls every night, right? That's lit. We young. We young dudes. We bachelors. He's a church boy. He, he believes in celibacy. He don't believe in sex until marriage. But he will hook up with these girls every night. But then he'll break up with them because he'll be like, you made me defy God by sleeping with you, <laughs> right? Or he just went to church to hook up with chicks. And then these girls would be knocking on the door all the time, bro, banging on the door trying to get back with him, bro, until like the landlord was just like, I'm not having it. You got to get out. But I'm just like, yo, he was really using God to hook up with chicks, bro. <laughs> and it got me evicted. Like, who would think you hooking up with chicks could get you in trouble? You can go through the wildest situations with roommates, bro. Even when it's your apartment. Because my other friend, he had a he had a three-bedroom apartment. He moved one of his friends in. Everything is going cool. They got an extra bedroom. He says, why not make some extra money? So he puts out like an ad on Craigslist to like get somebody to move in. And they did. They moved in. Everything was cool the first month. The person paid. When day 30 hit, Shorty pulled out a squatter's rights book. <laughs> like... Like, she, <laughs> like, do you understand? She basically set this whole thing up. She moves in, pays the bread, is nice for 30 days, and then it's like, yeah, I'm not paying you no more. She really got documentation notarized. She got, a, she got a squatter's rights book. Then she start doing crazy shit. She start blocking off the windows with, like, like newspaper. And it's like... She's destruct like she's being destructive. She's messing up his room. He tried to call the cops. The cops is like, we can't do nothing about it. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, she's a squatter's right professional, which is <laughs> I never heard of this. Like I'm like, what? Because in New York State is different. She's she knew that she didn't have to pay after 30 days, and he can't do anything to get her out. 
So now she's terrorizing the house, bugging out, messing up the room. The cops kept getting called so much that the police, like, captain was like, you know what? I don't care. Take me to court. Get out. Like, the, the captain kicked her out the house. He didn't care. He was tired of it. He didn't care because she was calling the cops every day. So he was like, you know what? I'm kicking you out. And you can take it up with me. But if they never did that, my friend would have never got them out of the house. It's like, yo, you can't even rent a room to anybody anymore. It's, that's just where we at in life with it. That's the same thing that happened to one of my friends. I think you know him, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they took over his crib, and they kicked him out the crib, changed the locks <laughs> on his crib. And then he hit me up, like, yo, I need you to help me to evict these people out of my crib. Like, it's a group of them. They took over my whole house. Like, I need you. I'm like, yo, how you manage to make people evict you from your own crib? Yo, getting like, evicted from your own crib is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called me like, yo, I need you. Like, what you want me to do? Bro, he wanted you to come clear house, bro. Like, like, I don't know. This is New York. How I'm clearing house? Like, this is not even my house. Nah, but I've never you, even been in your house. When <laughs> you called me and told me about that, bro. Because first of all, it's one thing. For you to like move somebody in and they start letting people in your house. It's another thing where they kicked you out your own house. Like how how did they even pull that off legally? I don't know. He had to just be scared, bro. There's <laughs> no way in hell somebody gonna move in my house and they kicked me out my own crib. And like when he first was speaking about it, it was like this one person, his roommate. Then his roommate ended up bringing a friend. Then it became his roommate, his friend, and some other person. So it's like every time I spoke to him. Like, his roommates just kept on multiplying. I'm like, yo, how are you allowing this? <laughs> like, time after time, like, you watching people multiply in your crib until it was, like, a unanimous decision where they all just ran you out your own crib. That's crazy. Nah, if you, if you <laughs> kick me out of my crib, just... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yo, my bedroom set's still in there. My bed's still in there. Like, he really lost. Like, he really took it out. <laughs> he really took it out. Yo, bro, that... <laughs> That's not even funny. Like, that's mad sad. He was like, yo, I still got mad clothes in there. Like, all my sneakers are in there. I'm like, yo. Nah, that's crazy. That's violation. I tried to rent my apartment out once, and the people will come and pay you, and everything will be cool. Y'all have an understanding. They pay you. They go from being, like, a reliable tenant to, like, a whole completely different person. I remember the dude I rented my crib to, he broke into my mailbox he was doing everything, and then he just stopped paying me. First, it was my my check was short. Then it was like, oh, my hours are short. Then it was like, I got fired. Then it was like, I got a new job. Then it was like, I got fired again. And then I come to kick him out, and he had no problem leaving. He left. He got himself a new apartment, a new car. <laughs> Your man was just saving money on me. He had me thinking like his world was falling apart and I'm trying to be understanding. You know, you try to give people a little bit of time to get their money back up. Your man just started saving. He just figured out he didn't want to pay me no more. Yeah, like you, you was inconveniencing him. Like how am I inconveniencing you and you need a place to live? <laughs> so you were saving this whole time. You telling me that you lost a job, your aunt died. You got your job again. You lost another job. And you're like, oh, I just can't believe my life is going downhill. And I'm like, damn, you know what? I've been there, bro. Cool. Just take three months, two months, and, you know, just pay me as soon as you get a job. Hell no, bro. That nigga had a job the whole time. I don't know. I just feel like at this point, Jesus got to come back. Or the aliens. One or the other. Like, what is going on? I'm out here slap boxing with crackheads. And I blame all the TikTokers and all the gentrifiers that come here and show you 42nd Street and act like that's what the city's about. That's not, that's not New York. 
This shit is looking like the 80s out here. The crime is crazy. Every time I look on the news, it's like these wild shootings, like we in the wild, wild west. And we don't even have gun rights here. So it's not like you could like protect yourself. You're only here to get shot. That's the craziest thing about New York. We have no protection for us. Because we have so many cops, they think that we aren't allowed to have guns. Now, why you can't get a gun license is really difficult. It's like, it takes long. It's a lot of money. You have to go through these security checks. And it's like, by then, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> like, dead. Because they're already going to take like five, ten minutes to even pull up on the scene. And that's, all the, that's all the criminal needs. It's five minutes. Probably that, less. That's why I'd be so <laughs> jealous. I'd be so jealous when it comes to these other states and these gun laws. And I understand that gun laws are crazy. And I understand we have all these mass shootings. But I'm like, in New York City, we can't even have firearms. So we have to literally protect ourselves by using our hands or using a knife. And we don't even have stand your ground laws in New York City. No matter what we do, most likely nine times out of ten, we're still going to jail. Which is crazy. That's crazy. Like if I stab a dude that pulled the gun on me, I'm still going to jail for manslaughter. Nine times out of ten. Which is crazy. What's, he, what's even more weird is like most of these mass shootings... These guns are like legal, like they're already registered. So it's like they're not even illegal. Like these are actual people who registered their gun. Exactly. And we out here just getting hit up with illegal guns. Like I don't even know a person with a legal gun. I know like one person, I'm lying. And I can't move to Atlanta because everybody's stressed out over there. I would normally just move down south, but now down south is expensive too. Bro, we dead. We, we done, bro. We done. You see how they building the new buildings in New York? Like how they have. Like $2,000 for a whole studio, but the studio is like a box. It's mad small. And that's crazy because, honestly, it's so much empty, vacant apartments in New York City. I've been to people's houses, well, their buildings, and half of their building is empty, especially the new high-rises and all the new, like, loft-looking buildings. They have nobody in them, bro. They got all these amenities that nobody's using. It's crazy. And we don't even get, like, apartment lotteries like that no more. So I'm like, I don't understand... Why are we building more buildings? They're just building more skyscrapers and more buildings for nobody to live in them. None of us can afford it. I don't understand it. If none of us can afford it, what are we going to do? How are we going to pay? For It's got to be money laundering. That's what it is. It got to be money laundering. There's no way in hell, bro. They're not building it for us. They're not building they're it for us. Who are they us. building it for? I feel like it's on some, like, Dubai. Like, you know how Dubai build up mad hotels and buildings because, like, they're trying to get ready for all the tourists to come in? I feel like they're about to do that to the country. Like, taking mad tourists. They got to be. Because at the same time, it's like... <laughs> like... They're preparing for another wave or something. So, it's like they just want mad buildings up. I remember... I remember I was trying to move... <laughs> he said, I remember when... I remember... When I, when I remember... I, I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was trying to move in the pandemic and all the apartments were so cheap. Like, it was apartments that I wanted to move to my whole life, like in the middle of Manhattan, like not in the hood. I just wanted a middle of Manhattan, 86th Street apartment with a doorman. And for the first time ever in the pandemic, the prices was perfect. It was like 2000 for a two-bedroom. I'm like, what? In the middle of Manhattan? And I remember almost moving there. And I didn't get to because a lot of, they was ODing. They wanted me to make mad money. They wanted somebody to co-sign the house for me because I didn't have good enough credit. 
But I didn't get to move down there. Fine. A lot of my friends started doing it too. They started finding these apartments that they always wanted. And as soon as they got there a year later, all of them have to move because they're raising the rent to all the apartments. I don't even know how they're able to do that. But like, I feel like that shows, like that really captures the dark side of the real estate in New York. Because it's like for y'all to even fluctuate the prices when y'all on y'all knees because like y'all can't have tenants because everybody's moving out of New York. Y'all are willing to drop it down to XYZ price. Not to a price where you can't keep up paying your own mortgage and to one day face your own, you know, foreclosure. Exactly. But just enough where you could just maintain. <laughs> but it's, it's foul because everybody left the city in the pandemic. And now everybody want to come back when the pandemic is simmering down. And then all of a sudden, the whole world is like, we need, we want double the rent for you to move in. We're raising the rent on your lease. Some people rent went up like $700. No sense. Like if I'm making, if I'm paying $2,000, how the hell did you come out of nowhere and say, hey, if you want to renew your lease, you got to pay $2,700 right now. What? That's not even realistic. And that's how you know real estate is really just a whole game. And I get it. We all play Monopoly, bro. But at this point, this is beyond Monopoly. This is beyond, this shit looking like Sudoku. Even with like traveling. I remember during the pandemic, it was like $13 from like New York to Texas. <laughs> it was though. I've seen that. And now, if you try to go from like New York to Florida, they want like three, dollars $400 one way. One way. Or maybe round trip. Why are they out here taking five Doritos out the chips bag? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm mad about that too. Now, I was frustrated when I started <laughs> seeing that. They was like, hey, we're going to remove five <laughs> chips from the bag. We're going to remove four uh, rolls of toilet paper. Wow. Like, what? <laughs> I need all that. Like, that's really going to save the world and fix the problem. Like, even right now, it's no, it's no Similac. There's no baby's milk. What do you mean? They running out of baby's milk. How? I don't know. They said there's not enough. Like, I don't, I, it's inflation. It's one of the ships at the docks. I don't know, bro. They said that there's no baby milk. And everybody's been fighting to find baby milk, bro. Damn. I went in the store the other day, and this woman was arguing with the cashier because she was, like, trying to buy more than three cans of baby milk. And the woman was like, no, what's the limit? You can't buy more than three. And I'm like, what? And the lady explained, like, it's no baby milk right now. Like, everybody's struggling. Women can't feed their kids right now. And the lady was just cursing out. She started knocking stuff off in the store. Like, she really was trying to rack up, bro. She was trying to buy, like, 10 cans. And she was like, no, you can't do that. And I was just like, damn, this is where we at with it. We can't afford baby milk. But it makes me wonder, like, are females not breastfeeding no more? No, I don't think women breastfeed no more. I don't think it's like a thing. And some of them do. A lot A lot of women do, but a lot of women don't because it hurt. And I understand. And it's time consuming. So it's like everybody relies on Similac. But Similac just ain't it no more. It was WWE in that store. She started kicking down everything. <laughs> I'm like, damn, for some baby milk? But for your, then For your baby. But for your baby, though, <laughs> I'm kicking everything down, too. Can you imagine that pain not being able to feed your kid? So I can only imagine that why she was kicking shit down. She's like, nah, I need to feed my baby. Two cans is not doing it. Because you run through Similac like water. They also got the Similac locked in cases. They don't leave it on the shelf no more. That's crazy. How much is like a can? I think a can of Similac is like $26, $30. Probably. Damn. Like they're already expensive as is. So the fact that people want to pay in their can. $30? Yeah, they're like $30.
Damn. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that people can't even find it and they willing to pay top dollar. Niggas, I could get I could get a big container of chocolate mix for like five dollars. <laughs> y'all better start feeding y'all babies almond milk. Some chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the difference, bro? Because they told us when we was kids that milk gives you strong bones. So why not now? Nah, that's a lie. That always been a lie, and it's so crazy because I think to myself all the time, like, who the fuck told us that? Oh, milk gives you strong bones, and then all of a sudden that lie just went on for generations. No, I I ain't like that for the simple fact I'm lactose. And at lunchtime, that's the only like refreshments they even serve with your lunch. It's milk. So it's like I'm lactose and y'all like come on, that's messed up. But think about y'all it. Y'all have water as an option. They had to give kids milk in school because who as an adult was drinking milk? What grown ass man and grown ass woman was out here Nobody. just drinking milk? Nobody. So they gave it to kids in schools and they made that our primary drink. You know what kids do like? Juice. Juice. So why y'all can't give us vitamin juice if y'all were thinking about our health? Because milk is easy to give out. I'm not saying y'all should do that. Because that's like crazy. Like, <laughs> now all of a sudden they care about our health. Yeah. Kids in the United States are really fat. And I was busting them down. I'm not going to talk shit now. But we never, like, as a grown man, you never say, oh, let me drink milk with pizza. I have a slice Nobody of does that. Yeah, that's the fries. Like <laughs> nobody's drinking milk with their food. That's well, why I have milk, a milk is... and burger. Like what? Don't sleep with a milk and burger though. Don't do that. I had a milk and burger before. Now a milkshake. That's nasty too. Like <laughs> <laughs> I felt hurt. Nah, yeah. I know you do that. <laughs> this nigga love ice cream. That's all he do is eat ice cream. And I'm lactose. <laughs> which is crazy. But alright, y'all. We appreciate y'all. We're going to be back with another episode. You know what I'm saying? So we see y'all next week. We out.